bruce willis was dead the whole time there were two killers luke that's your daddy the robot did it snake was a good guy he really wasn't cheating they was in purgatory the whole time what everybody dies verbal kent is causing so safe they killed old yellow oh my god everybody in this tyler perry movie got eight Spoiled Movie Reviews. Hey, welcome to another episode of Spoiled Movie Reviews on the Blackout Tips Premium Podcast Network. I'm your host, Rod. Joined as always by my co-host, Karen. And we're live, well, not live to you, but we can see each other. Um, yes. We're live making another episode of Spoiled Movie Reviews. It's for the TV show, I mean, this podcast for people who either don't care about spoilers who love spoilers or aren't even going to see the movie i forget it's been so long it's people who are going to see the movie and don't care about spoilers people that don't ever plan on seeing the movie or people that just don't give a fuck about spoilers because we spoil the movie and today's movie is the batman the latest incarnation reboot of the batman uh dc universe Universe, world thingy because uh i know uh we've seen previous work before and i'm not gonna lie initially i was not i had no intentions on watching this movie but uh people were coming out and it got really really rave reviews and i was like you know what i'm gonna go ahead and watch it because i know people will spoil it like just spoil it all up and down the timeline and so that's why I was like, let me go ahead and watch it just so I don't have to deal with it being ruined for me when I do sit down and watch it. Yeah, I was always planning on watching it. I, I don't, you know, really do too much of the him and the howling about DC movies that a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. I, I plan on watching them. They're normally, you know, mediocre too good. Um, and, you know, I just don't feel I think a lot of people just are so down on the DC universe. And then once they get to talking and not, and I've seen almost, I think if not every DC movie, whether it's DCU or these elseworld things they're doing. And I've enjoyed most of them. I thought most of them were good. Mm -hmm. Shazam, uh, the suicide squad sequel, um, joke, the Joker, uh, or Joker, I think is what it's called. Um, like I, you know, and some of them, sometimes you do get a bad one, but anyway, um, we're gonna talk about what we liked about this movie what we didn't like about this movie we're gonna spoil it and we're gonna give you a score at the end and we're gonna listen to your feedback but we're gonna do something we haven't done in a while which is talk about movie trailers because even though we're in different cities this is enough to get us out the house and we both went to the movie theater and saw trailers she went to amc i went to the regal so i think we got different trailers yeah i think we did um but let's talk about them um i'll go first and if uh or how about you go first, and uh, if we overlap, then I'll get to mine. Okay. The very first trailer I saw was Nope, uh, the one that uh, for Jordan Peele movie. Mm-hmm. And, and it's funny, though, because the thing about Jordan Peele is that uh, he is, and I know Roger thinks it's ridiculous because I don't do scary shit, but I do like sci-fi and all that stuff that's kind of around the same thing. And some of them, basically, some of them have the probably exact same concept as something that's scary but you smack scary in front of it and i am more apt to be like nah i'm good but he's like one of the few directors that when his shit comes out i go i know it's scary 
it's going to have some different twist to it. And it's not going to be as scary as I think it is. It's almost like I trust him as a director. So I'm like, okay, I'm in. Like, I don't, I don't care what it is. I don't care what it's about. But I'm in. And a lot of his stuff is more suspenseful versus scary. I don't like jump scares. I don't like, I don't care for that. I don't like, you know, gore just for the fact of doing it. So, you know, for me, a lot of that stuff is personally is a turnoff. And I know a lot of that stuff is in horror movies. I know they have different kinds and types of horrors and things like that but for me you know i'm like i'm good on that but anything that he puts out i'm going to go see so i'm going to go see that i didn't get that trailer so what's your next one the next one is uh bullet train okay i did get this one uh and uh this one is uh the dude from um atlanta yeah brian tyree henry uh the guy who plays paperboy in atlanta brad pitt is in this uh, it looks like they're playing some type of assassins on a train, and it's a lot of hijinks and double cross and and team ups that ensue because they all trying to get this briefcase on the train, and other assassins are trying to get it too, and everybody's fighting and killing each other. Yeah, I, that one looks good. I, I, you know, I look like a lot of look like right up my lane as far as action. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely look like it's gonna be funny too. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely going to be in for a bullet train. I agree with uh, the, you. Uh, the next one I seen was Bob's Burgers. You know, me and Roger mm-hmm. love Bob's Burgers, so I'm definitely going to be Well, in I Bob's love Burgers. it. I don't know that you love it as much as me. Like, I, I really sit down and binge it and watch it a lot, you know. Um, so, I like, I'm a big fan of it. I, you know, I watch it on Hulu. I record it, all that stuff. Yeah, you do watch it more than me, but I do enjoy it. Put like mm-hmm. this, I enjoy it. I enjoy it when it's on. It's it's actually really really funny, uh, and they have a lot of running jokes and things like that. I haven't seen like every single solitary episode, but mm-hmm. you know, it, it, Bob Burgers one of them worlds. Whenever you jump in, you just pick up anywhere in the midst of the show and just have a good time and just follow the hijinks that are happening in that particular. Mm-hmm. It's like each episode is its own little world, and so that's what I really like about Bob's Burger. I've never. Uh, jumped in and been lost i never got i didn't get the trailer for this one so i mean all right what are they making the movie about exactly it honestly i know it might sound silly but it's basically look like in a longer edition of bob burgers you know it's one of those things yeah bob's burgers and uh is uh you know the uh what you got the burger suit the jean wears yeah uh, the mom put like a bikini on it, so that was a running joke. And uh, Bob and them just kind of doing their own okay. thing. No problem. I, I know sometimes I know with the Simpsons movie, you know, the plot was like Simpsons. Uh, you know, Springville gets put underneath, uh, or is it Springfield. What, what? What? It gets put underneath a glass dome. Blah blah. blah. So I just didn't yeah. see the trailer, so I didn't know. But uh, what's the next one? The next one I seen, I seen an uh, uh, extended trailer of Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's different from the ones that I've seen before, and you know me, I'm all in for the Doctor Strange. And this one, we got to see. I got to see more of the creatures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw this things, one too. Things like that, and I was. I mean, shit, I'm already in for Doctor Strange. So I mean, they ain't really got the, all they would have to do is say Doctor Strange, and I would be in. So it was funny when Wanda said. You change, you change reality, and you're a hero, and I change reality, and you know I'm a villain or whatever. And I was like, it wasn't that simple because your ass kept a whole town hostage. This nigga really did save the universe 
with the one one in a trillion chance. You you did some some other shit, Wanda. Don't try to act you like it's the same. Mind controlling shit. You you capture these people against their will. This is not the same. Like he out here trying to save you know the universe and made everybody proud and even himself. Forget about Spider-Man. This is not the same. These people will remember the shit that you did, dog. Yeah, that was some white feminism TM shit. Yes, it was. What else? And that, that was hilarious. Uh, the next one I seen was Unbearable Way of Massive Talent. Nick Cage playing Nick Cage. And I'm in. It, it looked like it's going to be funny. I've always, me and you have been a fan of Nick Cage. And we literally watch about everything he's in at least once and so uh in this nick cage being all over the top so i am definitely in i'll be going to see this one I, and, you, and you said that you hadn't seen it so you had seen the trailer before yeah. we had uh, but it. i saw the trailer before we started the show and uh it did look pretty interesting it looked funny yeah so it looked funny i definitely will be seeing this and some of this stuff i may or may not go to movies to see it but i definitely eventually would like to watch it mm-hmm. um i saw uh, sonic the hedgehog 2 mm-hmm. and uh i didn't see one i probably need to go back and see because a lot of people enjoyed one but uh sonic back doing sonic things and we got tails in it so we'll see where it goes from now so for those of you that were excited about sonic one you you here, here goes two baby yeah, I haven't seen the first one. Me either. Uh, the next one I seen was uh, The Lost uh, City. Mm-hmm. Which one was this one? I didn't get this trailer. Oh, hold on. I, I, I want to say... Let me see. The Lost City. Uh, the Lost... Because I want to be sure I'm telling you the right ones that I've seen because oh okay yes 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 this one has uh, Sandra Bullock and Channum Tatum in it mm-hmm. and uh, Sandra Bullock is uh, she writes like uh, them uh, I'm going to say telenovelas but you know the graphic novels with, with love and all that stuff mm-hmm. and she talks about like a lost city and it comes to find out that it is, is actually a lost city and so she ends up getting kidnapped because somebody thinks her book that she wrote is like real. And so Channing Tatum comes and like saves her and stuff like that. It looks like hygiene. It really looks like a lot of fun. And uh, Sandra Bullock does comedy really, really well. She's underestimated. Oh, yeah. Comedy. I love Sandy. She is fucking hilarious in the comedy. And so uh, I actually really enjoyed it. And this looked like another one that, uh, like I said, even if I don't go see it uh, in the uh, movie theaters, I definitely want to see it. Uh, the next trailer go ahead no go ahead oh uh, the next trailer was it was a batman anime mm. and uh keanu reeves is playing batman and mm. it's about uh how all the uh um superheroes have like animals or dogs that oh match yeah them. i saw this trailer too i think it was called like the league of super pets or something like yeah, that and yeah. uh, kevin hart and the rocker in it so i'm definitely in Yes, you know you get you know you uh Kevin Hart and the Rock does not disappoint. So mm-hmm. I'm definitely gonna be in on this that one. Uh the next one I seen was Elvis. Mm-hmm. Uh basically is the whole trailer about Elvis Presley and his life. Mm-hmm. It looked interesting, but is it a documentary I, or a real film? Like a someone's playing Elvis or what? Yes, yes somebody's playing Elvis. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, so, yeah, I don't, I don't remember the actor's name, but the actor's actually playing Elvis, and they go from like his childhood into his adulthood, and you know him being famous and how it impacted him, and look like they may even go into like older parts of his life too. You know when he was on drugs and those types of things. I don't know if they're going to go to his death, but you, but you can kind of see the progression of the character and things like that. So it looks interesting. I'll just say I'm. Because of my age, I'm not really a big Elvis fan. I know Elvis impacted a lot of things, but that's that's not my jam. But I know for a lot of people, they love, you know, Elvis and that time and stuff like that. So if this is your jam, you probably will enjoy this. But I know I won't be going to see this one. Cool. And the last one, because I had a lot of trailers. Yeah, AMC shows a lot of trailers. I think somewhere in my anecdotal study, somewhere between seven and nine uh, before a show. Okay, yeah, because it's about 15 to 20 minutes before the movie added on. Yeah. And so the last one was a Fantastic Beast. And oh, yeah, I got this one, too. The Fantastic Beast and the Secrets of Dumbledore or something. Right. And the thing is, I won't be going to see this. Uh, like I said, I, I may go back and rewatch, you know, the other one, but... You know, the one last one they did with Johnny Depp, it was terrible. And I was like, I'm good. And I just kind of tapped out of the Fantastic You saw that? Universe. Yeah, man, you've seen it. Remember with Johnny Mm-mm. Depp at the we end? Saw, we, saw, we saw the first one where they revealed Johnny Depp at the end. But there's a whole other one that got Johnny Depp in it. That's the second one. We didn't see it. So no, it's been yeah. like, it's been at least three movies. This one being the third. And we definitely didn't see the second one. So it it might be four movies, but I know we definitely haven't seen some of the movies. You know, we're not up to date. No, we're not up to date. And like I said, that one was so terrible. I just kind of tapped out. So uh, I doubt I'm going to be going to see this one. I did see my girl Jessica Williams playing a black Brit. So I was kind of excited about that because she's from Los Angeles, California. And, you know, black Brits are always playing black Americans uh, in movies and shit. So I was like, oh, shit, we finally got one. We in the. We on the we on the scoreboard two million seven hundred fifty thousand to one hundred eighty nine to three. So uh, I'll take it. Uh, all right, was that it for you? Yeah, that was it for me. It was I had a long list, like Roger said, with the AMC and AMC show a smooth twelve previews before the movie started. So you mentioned almost all of mine except for every what thing everything everywhere all at once was the trailer I got that you didn't get. Um, and it's Michelle Yeoh. And she plays a woman in a like, that discovers she's in a multi-universe thing and she can access all the versions of herself and get specialized knowledge. So if one of them knows Kung Fu, she can access that. If one of them can, uh, one of them's rich, they get like all this type of stuff. So that was cool. And I definitely want to see that. It was a very cool looking trailer. And Michelle Yeoh is just, you know, she's just so awesome in everything she's in. Um, mm-hmm. And then the other thing that was interesting in my trailers, I had five trailers, but between the third and fourth one, they showed an ad for something called Verbo, VRBO. That was just an ad. It was an ad for basically like like Airbnb, but for like mansions and fancy houses and shit. And mm-hmm. I did not know they did that. <laughs> like, I was like, wait, I was like, what movie is this? Oh, this is not a movie. It's an ad. Well, that's crazy. Oh, and I wonder if they do it up there, maybe because reading that stuff is more prevalent up there. Than I don't think so, here. Karen. I don't think it's just about the area of the country I'm in. I think it Regal with um, like less movies in theaters, Regal, 
um, you know, find, trying to find mm-hmm. a way to monetize and make money. You know, AMC is charging more for Batman tickets than they're charging for movies tickets to other places. I think all these theaters are looking for extra ways to make money. And putting an ad in the middle of trailers is a definite way to make money because you got the eyes on the screen. And then, boom, here, here's my ad, you know. That's true. And it's actually smart. And they're not going to be as long as a trailer. Yeah, I mean, smart or not smart, I, it just, it was weird. It was just weird when yeah. you're watching movies and it, see some, it's like, what movie is this? Oh, it's not. Yeah, and I could see people complaining about that because it's like, I didn't, I didn't get this on a fucking TV. Like, I didn't come here for a, something I could have got at the house. Yeah, it's a very interesting choice. Um, All right, let's get into this review of The Batman. We've covered all the trailers. Um, The Batman. uh Oh, the synopsis. When the Riddler, a sadistic serial killer, begins murdering key political figures in Gotham, Batman is forced to investigate the city's hidden corruption and question his family's involvement. Directed by Matt Reeves, starring Robert Pattinson as Bruce Wayne, Zoe Kravitz as Selena Kyle, Jeffrey Wright, Lieutenant Gordon, Colin Farrell as as the, uh, the Penguin, Paul Dano as the Riddler, John Turturro as Carmen Fal- Carmine Falcone, uh, Andy Serkis as Alfred. Just, I mean, they had a Peter Sarsgaard. Like they just had a, a, just a cavalcade of, of of like great actors. Um, I think this woman Jamie Lawson played the the black woman who was running for mayor. Uh, Bella, uh, I think her name was like Bella Real. So they, yeah, they just they had a, a, a ton of good uh, cast and stuff. All right, Karen, you know how we do. We start with something you liked. And then I'll take a turn and then we'll go to what we didn't like and then we'll rate this thing. So give me something you liked about this movie. I actually really uh, liked the action. Uh, the action in this was top notch. I, I love the fact that uh, uh, some of the scenes were dark, mm-hmm. but they had like flashes I liked. Like he was fighting some people in like a hallway and you could see him fighting and the guns would go off and you could see him like kind of moving in sequence with the guns. I think one of the best uh, action scenes that I love was when uh, the penguin was running away from him mm. and all the things that was kind of happening around them at that time. And, you know, just to show how quote unquote crazy Batman is like, I really enjoyed the action. The action in this movie was really, really good. Yeah. The choice to light that one scene using only the muzzle flashes from the guns was uh, very artistic and unique and uh, definitely gave it a different vibe than other movies uh, of that type. Um, a thing that worked for me here was the music. Um, this They had some really inspired music and all the songs had like this under current of this kind of like theme that was like dun, 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 dun. And in, it was like in almost every scene in some type of way, no matter what the music was, it always kind of had that underline. And I think my favorite um, version of this was during uh, the chase on the highway with the penguin where it was really like action packed. I'll, 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 let me get to the.
that that shit was hard. I the whole movie, like just the way they interwove the music and just that one theme repeating. Like this is a different scene later, but you can kind of still hear that. Hold on, let me get to it. Like you can even hear it subtly in there that like i just thought that was really cool because i think a good theme song in a batman movie is 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 huge and because you know it's a movie where you're not gonna be seeing too much licensed music and all that stuff so yeah i I really dug the music uh what else did you like i like the thing i haven't finished but i was playing the uh, batman video game and i'm not gonna lie i felt like this bought the video game to life Mm mm-hmm if that makes sense. So for those of you that has played like the Telltale, the Batman, the Telltale Batman, uh, I felt like it brought that particular game to life. Uh, you know, just for him figuring stuff out and piecing things together and knowing, you know, figuring out the riddles and things like that. Like it was really, really fun to be like, oh, if Batman Telltale was real, this is what it would be. Yeah, I thought one of the to piggyback on what you're saying because i definitely agree but i think as a positive part of the reason that worked is because it didn't show his parents death this this was one of the things i've been saying about why i like the animated series with that dc DC animated universe a lot better than the movie universe is because they a lot of times they just know they just assume you know these characters and so they don't rehash everything all the time and this was a great example of that because in this case they're like you know his powers parents died if you're if you didn't you wouldn't be in this movie so we're not even gonna waste time showing you that even though this movie is very long they don't waste time showing you that shit and it's just more story they can give you and the universe feels lived in we know that this is a batman that's still kind of at the beginning of his path he's only been doing this thing for two years um so uh the fact that he already has a relationship with the police the fact that he already um has people that you know villains and stuff that he's fought already and stuff like that like that made it feel more lived in and i just think matt reeves and them made a great choice to just go we're not going to show the parents death anymore and we're just going to hit the ground running he already has a suit he already is fighting people he already has a mythos about him where criminals are scared of him let's just get right into it because who gives a fuck about watching him build this up uh because so many other we've just had too many batman movies at this point there's very little ground that hasn't been covered right agreed was that yours yeah Okay. Um, uh, something else that I liked about it, I we and this is kind of piggyback on what you said, lived in. I love that Gotham was gritty. And I'm talking about like real gritty. Because there's been times where you've seen Gotham and you see the grittiness, but you don't... This was like a different type of gritty, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's like you see the gritty and you see the quote-unquote how the city is kind of, you know left to its own devices but for this one i really felt like oh this city is literally left to its own devices like you could tell from like the way the graffiti was to the way you know people walked around and things like that i was like oh i really liked that they actually really was like no we're gonna actually take something and make you feel like this is a real world we're not gonna make you feel like this is some even though it's made up 
when you see it and, and, and view it, you're not going to feel like this is some shit that's made up. Mm. Yeah. Um, stylistically, the mood of Gotham was just very like it was rainy all the time. Dark, it felt like all the time. Um, and just, you know, it did feel very very lived in um a thing that worked for me um was batman as a character grew in a way that you don't see done with batman in movies because when it got to the end i was you know it's very long as a third act as you know uh has a lot of stuff to take care of and and when you get close to the end i'm like well it kind of feels like the bad guy like is it the point? It felt like the point was Batman can't just be about vengeance. What makes Batman a hero? And they really psychoanalyzed that because I think the thing that make people that a lot of people fall in love with in these movies is this violent version of Batman that is just like I'm not killing you, but it's just by luck. Like I'm throwing you off a roof. You just didn't happen to die. I'm, <laughs> you know, and. That was who this Batman was when we started this movie. He was very, um, he even said, I'm vengeance. He was punishing people for the the the, the guilt and the, pun and the feeling that he had as a child and all this stuff. And you, you kind of go through. But the end where they show him saving people in Gotham and you go, and that's why he's a hero and not just a fucking rich guy beating up beating up uh criminals you know and i think that's super important because that's just a point they never make in these fucking movies and this is like the first batman movie where like you know a character brings up like all i see is white male privilege at the top of gotham and you're like mm, that applies to him too you know and they bring up his money and his wealth <laughs> like they like it, it so it had to they had to do something to separate this guy from just being a rich a billionaire who beats up people as a hobby and i think they were successful in doing that with that last like five or ten minutes showing like no i have to be willing to sacrifice my life to save people not just to punish the bad guys what else did you like uh something else that i actually uh liked about this movie i actually really really liked Robert Pattinson as Bruce Wayne. I didn't know if I was going to like him as Bruce Wayne because he's a different type of, of, of Batman. Mm -hmm. So I liked, they was like, no, 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 this ain't your daddy's Batman. We, this is a brand new Batman, almost like a different version of Batman. And I could say he fit the role. Like, he literally fit the role. And I liked the fact that it was like, this is a younger Batman because all the other people that have played Batman, I find they've been old in their careers. Mm -hmm. But you can tell that he's younger than the past Batmans. And well, so. Also, he didn't do this. It don't look like he did steroids and bulked up like all the other Batman did. Now, he is playing a younger, quote unquote, version two years in. So maybe they're saving some of that for the sequels. Like he sees he got to change this, that, and the other. But he can honestly do it this way. It is dark, brooding, and emo. And people were like, uh, we never seen an emo Batman. Yeah, I'm so tired of this. Did they always do this? But to be honest, he did play it differently. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> like I mean, love it or hate it either. But he definitely played it different than like the... There was never a scene where he put on the mask of the charismatic Bruce Wayne that goes out in public and 
makes it seem like he has nothing to do with the vigilante. It was to the point some scenes you felt like, man, you almost might as well had a costume on the way you acted in this scene. And I think that was kind of the point was like Batman is the real him and you know, Bruce Wayne basically got killed in that alley with his mother. So I mean it was mother and father. Um so yeah, I, I agree with you. Um a thing uh, I would add too is um the impact of social media and the like mass shooting stuff is so weird to think about like it was i think the the dark night that had that shooting in aurora colorado years ago and mm-hmm. was one of those mass shootings near the beginning of when we could have gotten this thing under control and just one of the big times we chose not to but when, when we could still be shocked by a mass shooting and for the third act to have those internet inspired mass shooters that showed up it was like it was kind of deep to me and kind of like one of those things where i was like wow i'm surprised y'all went here because it was feeling anticlimactic but i couldn't figure out how they would fix the third act because at this point i was like you caught the bad guy you figured out his plan what so then what's the i know this movie not just gonna end like this because the bad guy they didn't even fight him it was just i was like and the riddler's not able to fight so how do you show that he's a true existential danger and boom you get not just the the flooding of gotham but the inspiration of the mass shooters that discovered him online and went to go fucking kill people in the name of that you know uh that cause so good i thought that was that was uh that was very thoughtful of them and I actually really liked that. Uh what else did you like? I like the fact that maybe this is just me, I like the fact that you talked about they didn't um show his parents' death, but what they also didn't do was paint his parents as perfect. I mm. like the fact that they talked about how, you know, not so funny how fucked up his parents was and how this impacted him and how he was doing something thinking that he was doing it to avenge his parents to come to find out his parents was in some fucked up shit which is something that none of the other batmans touched they were like oh his parents died they were just these great people and for a lot of times that would be the end of it like they wouldn't go any further they wouldn't touch it they was just like that's why he's doing what he's doing the quote-unquote end but i like the fact that they went in depth about his parents without actually having to show a lot of his parents for us to understand you know the reality of the parents yeah, and it's interesting because when I played that Telltale Batman game this year, um, that was a big part of the theme was the Waynes aren't really who you think they are. And I kept expecting it to like be like, but actually it didn't this isn't what happened. But in this movie, you know, they kinda leave it nebulous. Like, did Thomas Wayne Thomas Wayne did go to Falcone, but did he expect him to kill somebody and all that stuff you know and bruce questioning his own parents and the mythology he put around them because he was a child when that shit happened and he was still so scarred by he was approaching it with a childlike sensibility of right you know my parents were angels and they were killed for no reason and now i'm gonna go beat up the world and uh i actually really thought that was very very good i agree with you on that um another thing for me uh, is the cast i just thought they really had a great cast um 
it, it throughout this whole movie Colin Farrell was so great as the penguin like really disappeared into the role and like tro- totally went there like the wobble all that shit Zoe Kravitz was great as Selena Kyle um and she was like Batman year one Selena Kyle so the she was black she had the short haircut um like I love that stuff there were some interviews they did where she talked about Selena being bisexual or something I don't think they really I kind of feel like this is a little bit like Valkyrie and the Thor movie where you know I'm gonna count it as a negative but I'll just say I don't really like when movies and the actors go out and they're like yeah this is how this character was but in the movie it doesn't read that way it doesn't read like they weren't necessarily but it felt like this was her friend like mm-hmm. they did nothing She's to, afraid. yeah, they did nothing to truly establish that that was a relationship that wasn't just they were Agreed. friends. So, but anyway, um, obviously she was good. Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner Gordon was great. I uh, love that scene where he was trying to help Batman escape, and he was doing like all that motion in his face, like he was talking shit to him, but he was really like, "I need you to hit me in my face." And, and, that, like I thought that was, that was cool and then uh, when they went to go bust uh, that one scene they went to go bust the uh, Riddler or something and uh, he was like no guns and he was like hey man that's your thing <laughs> like they, they had some good chemistry together and I, I hope they do more with those characters um, and I feel like she didn't get enough screen time to truly be like a fully fleshed out character, but she didn't die in the movie. If they do another one, I assume she'll have a bigger part, but Bella, Re- Bella Real, the, uh, mayor, the yep. new mayor of Gotham. They should have a bigger part in the next movie just yeah. for the fact that she's a mayor now. And of course, John Totoro, Andy Serkis, Peter Sarsgaard, like, I honestly for the most part I can't think of anybody that I truly was like I don't like this portrayal of this character I thought just they were doing a good job so uh what else agreed and uh and I know we're going through like the character list but I really did like uh the the dude that played the Riddler I like the fact that he had on a mask and he was really really interesting and it's like he bought the character of the Riddler to life without it being corny because we've seen different versions of the Riddler in the past and before and, you know, of the time and all that stuff. But sometimes they can be so over the top, you can't even take them seriously. It was like, oh, no, 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 you're a menace and you're a danger. Mm-hmm. And when he first showed up, I actually thought he was a goddamn statue because uh, the dude was talking on the phone like the mayor that uh, uh, the black one was, was running against was talking on the phone. And all of a sudden, it flashes, and you see something behind him. I was like, oh, that's a statue. And that motherfucker moved. I was like, oh, shit, it ain't a statue. I was like, oh, you crazy, crazy. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, oh, like, like this, this is not your mom and pops, Riddler. You know, this is not, you know, the old school. And it was like, no, we're going to take Riddler to another level. And I love the fact that he wore a mask, and he really did things in different forms of riddling and of, of riddles and like like you said you could tell that everybody was green because they would constantly jump to conclusions when you know as years go on you know batman's a little bit smarter than that now as he got older so it's gonna be interesting to see as things go on with this particular series 
uh, how things become more challenging, which I think they're going to get even more challenging because I think you're going to have the Riddler. I'm going to say that was Two-Face at the end. Was that Two-Face? I'm not sure. It could have been the Joker. Joker. I, I was like, that's Cause, either the uh, Joker because um, he made a joke about being a clown and all this shit, and his face just look, looks kind of scarred up, but that could be just Matt Reeves' version of the Joker. Ah, that's true, too. So it's, it's, it's going to be interesting to see those two team up together. It's like, oh, it's going to be a problem. Yeah, if they go that route. Um, but uh, the last thing for me is just the scene transitions. Uh, Matt Reeves really knows how to finesse a story and there were just so many little moments that filmmaking wise i was just like damn that was smooth and it was be little shit like when alfred gave him the cufflinks and then they show the cufflinks to start the next scene when bruce is driving the car to the funeral it was just stuff like that over and over and over just smooth storytelling just i mean you know it is what it is it's a long movie but it didn't feel disjointed to me. Like they were just moving me around. It was very like, it's just a very like stylistic, smooth transition in and out of scenes and uh, very, very dope choices uh, through, with the scene transitions. Uh, anything else for likes? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and uh, one more like I had was they really did knock home how fucking crazy it is to have a vigilante working with the police like and just the, the the glaring awkwardness of it like batman walking through a crime scene full of cops you know uh and people hey dog what the fuck are you doing here yeah just and just even before he even got asked that just the just the fact that he's in costume they don't know who he actually is and this shit is happening you know and uh, the motivation of the Riddler, so much of that was about the fact that Batman existed and that inspired him to think they were like both vigilantes taking down the, the bad guys in the city, the 1% and all this shit, even though Batman, that's not really what he does. So, yeah, I just thought that was that, that stuff was good, too. Let's get to negatives. Anything you didn't like? I, if for one thing I didn't like, and it's it's kind of a knock, but not a knock. I do feel like it was too long. Uh, and it's wild, though. I do feel like it was too long, but I also feel like I got everything I needed in the same time. I know that might sound wild. It was like they gave me everything that I needed, but it's wild, though, because it was a period of time I was like, oh, okay, the movie getting ready to end. What? We, what? It's still moving on? Mm-hmm. And not in a bad way, yeah. but... Uh, well, you're, you know, we're in the negative, so... I mean, it's not. it can't not be in a bad way if you put it in the segment, but uh, I did think it was too long as well. I think for as much as I like the style and the finesse of it, there was just certain things that they wanted to set the tone and they made the scenes linger in a way that I felt was just almost too long. Um, you know, because this Batman, because they're trying to set the mood and the tone, there's a lot of, like someone asking him questions and him just kind of staring back and since robin pattinson robert robert pattinson isn't like to me this intimidating looking guy it wasn't coming off like oh this is scary he won't answer the question it was coming off like well just answer the fucking question what's taking you so long you know um so I think that was a thing. Um, I think you liked it, but I didn't. I think the portrayal of the Riddler actually does a disservice to him as a bad guy because um, he 
it, it, it didn't feel like he was being clever and and as much and it felt like him doing his own murders was very like not riddler-esque um for this guy that's supposed to have all these henchmen and stuff and um you know i thought and then the biggest one was the whole the tango el rata los pantalones or whatever translation that was so that that was up there with uh my mom's name is martha for me because i was like the whole this whole riddle can't hinge around y'all being like well you know what else got wings bees uh maybe he means bees falcons they had bees you know what else got uh uh, wings crows right pigeons bats like it it was just too it was a little too much for me in those uh scenes um and it felt like the movie should be better than that because um so so yeah i think you know and it's hard to write the riddler because you need to write a dude that seems smart but the audience can kind of follow the logic and so i totally understand the difficulty from a writing standpoint because if you write the riddler to be too smart nobody knows what the fuck just happened nobody knows how batman solved it nobody knows you know da 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 so you know you need him to be like what is a you know what does a liar do when they die uh lie still and you know and and like you need those levels of riddles but it's also just difficult to prove like how smart he is and stuff but um i didn't think he was terrible i just think some of the acting choices the the yelling the torture devices the him being a guy that does like tiktoks or whatever just felt kind of like i don't know it just felt like odd choices for the riddler but uh i do understand like you said it's a fine line between this shouldn't be corny and they didn't want to do the jim carrey version again of course uh but yeah he was he was kind of as a main villain he was a little bit disappointed to me um i actually think they shouldn't have did the joker scene um i think they should have let this movie end without that like they're gonna group up and be friends shit i really think you should just end with the riddler being in jail and feeling like his plant plot was spoiled because we know you're gonna if you're gonna do another movie do you now you got everybody going who's the joker all this shit when it could just be like i enjoyed that movie whatever they do next i'm in it's not like they had an after credit scene so what's the you know so and, and, mm-hmm. it was a second i stayed all the way to the end yeah it was like a split second yeah um, i tapped on the screen i was like oh bitch i stayed all the way to the end for 30 seconds yeah, so so like you really didn't need to me the Joker scene just felt like that would have been your end credit scene, but you really didn't need to film it. I think that's a mistake to try to do the Marvel formula. Just do your thing. Um I did find the dark and gritty thing uh it, like I understand why you do it, but at once you would think this many movies in maybe you go back and try to do some other shit with this character um maybe you try to do a robin maybe you try to do rice al ghul maybe uh as as like the the bring damien into it i mean like something like that because they, they've done so much i mean shit they did a rice al ghul so they've done so much with these this character there's just so little left that i thought you know going more detective and less uh gritty might make it more separated from other movies um and he did do more 
crime solving quote unquote than in other iterations of Batman but it still felt like they could have made an even bigger a bigger leap in that direction I think and had them scanning evidence and and all that type of shit on a, at like every crime scene and being a step ahead of the cops I love when Batman does that in the comic books and the TV shows and stuff so uh, but but yeah, but these are to me kind of almost minor complaints. I think the main one is just like you said, too long. Uh, so what would you rate it, zero to five? I have another one. Oh, I'm sorry. You said I, I thought you said that was that was it. Go ahead. As you was talking, I started thinking oh, something okay. else that something else that I uh, did not like. I felt the love was rushed. The love interest between him and Catwoman. Yeah, yeah, definitely rushed, and so the chemistry was off to me. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. it's like. I don't really believe that y'all fell in love like this quickly and just head over here. Like, you know, and so it was kind of her, her role served the purpose, but because they rushed everything and they kind of rushed them into a relationship, it, it didn't feel, I didn't get the reward that I would have if this would have been something that they would have kind of built up to a little differently. Yeah. That's another reason I don't buy the whole, like she was bisexual in this movie. Cause if that was your girlfriend that got killed at the beginning of this movie, you was tongue kissing Batman like a couple, you know. We adventure. never kiss her, huh? We never seen you kiss her because they had a yeah, scene yeah, together. yeah, exactly. So it just, but I mean, even if you would have tried to float that, I don't buy it because it just it felt weird and rushed and stuff. Um, as you brought up, and I do get it. You got these super hot people. Uh, Zoe Kravitz and Robert Pattinson they're they're gonna kiss you know it's just a movie and, but it's just like you had three hours you could have spent some time building that um, mm-hmm. rather than you know this other shit um, although I did love her portrayal of Selena Kyle I just felt like the writing either they cut a lot of stuff out or they just didn't have time to really build her up um as a true like why they would even be connected in that type of way um a lot of stuff out like a lot of their probably alone scenes and scenes that they would have spent together they probably hit the cutting room floor but you just never know with stuff like that yeah yeah but uh she uh but she definitely looked great and all that stuff and and of course they made oh that was another thing that bothered me though i don't understand the logic of this universe where batman has to keep his identity secret Zoe Kravitz was fighting as Selena Kyle. Like, no mask in many of the scenes in front of the police. She's a thief. She's a criminal. All this shit. I did not get the logic there. I know that in Hollywood movies, a lot of times they want characters to not have on masks so you can, like, see that it's the actor. But that shit made no sense. She shows up to the last fight and just starts beating up these guys with guns and shit and she don't have a mask on and then she's talking to commissioner gordon and the mayor and it's very just very weird shit and in a world where like she worked for penguin nobody really knew who she was carmine falcon is her dad you would think she has a lot of reasons to not want them to know catwoman is her and the person stolen that thing and in the movie it's almost like she's never really catwoman she's selena kyle the woman who owns a cat and then they never really truly in my opinion do it any justice so you know i feel like the writing kind of failed that character even though you know it was, zoe was such a great addition to the cast and, so, and had so much fun playing it and every scene she was in you know she was like like killing it but it was like it always left me going but why though 
Right. That was the thing, but but why? And so that's where that's where you like you said it it for me and I normally uh don't complain about it, but it was just like the the love wasn't justified. Like yeah. I don't mind having interest. I don't mind that type mm-hmm. of stuff, but it needs some form of a justification or reason why. So, like you said, it wouldn't be surprising if a lot of the things that would have built that character were chopped out for other things, and it kind of left get, gave this particular character this service. Like if they continue on with her again, but it still feels like uh, it still won't be justified. Even if she would have been seducing him to get his guard down, that's like even that's a motivation. But this is weird, like. You know, and they could have made so many smaller decisions that, you know, if he would have went to go visit Alfred when Alfred was in the hospital and she was in there or something, it'd be like, oh, okay, so maybe this is not just about her being a thief or her getting revenge. But yeah, it was it was very weird. Um, all right, uh, let's get into the ratings. What would you give it? I would give this a three and a half. Mm, three and a half okay um i give it yeah that's fair i give it three and a half yeah that's like um yeah i give it three and a half there were there were things i liked about it uh Mm -hmm. but you know there was there was things i think they could have did better on i think it's a good start if they're rebooting here and i will watch a sequel i liked more than i hated it so uh let's get into the comments on the other episodes we had one comment on episode 385 venom let there be carnage i believe this was a uh yeah we did this review off of uh, voodoo sandler agni says i spent a dollar and 12 cent on a rental for this and it still sucks these venom movies (laughs) (laughs) not a dollar 12 these venom movies make bank but are bereft of personality and characters it certainly looks better than the first film but it's not saying much when you have to deal with the wooden script michelle williams shouldn't be here but i gotta give her props for flirting with venom shit had me smiling otherwise the attempts at humor fall very flat certainty certainly glad these films don't count the mcu after they vaudeville canned his ass way back to sonyville in no way home yeah oh yeah 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 Kevin Feige was like, y'all keep whining, okay, but what you ain't gonna do is stay here. Yeah, Vaudeville Kane, I'm sorry. Uh, and the last one is Encanto. We got two comments. Ronan Raphael says, my daughter called Encanto magic for the first two weeks and all them songs are already on both hers and my playlist. They were popping. Goddamn Lin Man, well, Miranda, he need to calm down. Just like I know you know how to write I said that man know how to write a song. No matter what people think about that man, that man can write songs and musical. Just like I know all the songs from Vivo, Netflix, so do I with Encanto. Lin Manuel needs to be stopped. Another thing I enjoyed in Encanto, along with all you guys pointed out, was the movement of the bodies during the songs. It didn't matter if it was Muscular Luisa or Slimmer Dolores or the dads. They all moved in varieties of hip movement that looked natural. I like that. There's a culture. That's a culture where dancing is big and it was represented in this movie. Really liked the intro song and was singing it for days. Damn you, Lin. And lastly, Sandler Agni says, fun film. Watch this after a prior viewing of Resident Evil Raccoon City. Very colorful. Dug the cast and enjoyed the singing. All right, y'all. That's it. Thanks for listening to our review. We'll be back with another sport review, movie review soon. Until then, peace. Peace.